From your local Houston BMW Center Studios, welcome to the Public Affairs Podcast, addressing local issues that affect our nation and shape our world. I am your host, KG Smooth. Uh, No Uncle Funky Larry Jones with us uh, this morning, but I do have on the phone line one of the nation's most sought-after experts in family violence and healthy relationships. She's also an international best-selling author and speaker and an ordained minister and is ministered at the Houston Mega Church, uh, which, you know, they've got. The congregation is stupid dumb. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Conte M. Terrell. M. Terrell, excuse me, but affectionately known as Dr. Conte. Good, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. I'm great. Good, good, good. You were um, working with the uh, Fresh Spirit Wellness uh, for Women uh, organization. Um, how did you get involved with them? Well, I actually founded the organization myself. Uh, It is 24 years old. It is actually the oldest African-American founded um, domestic violence agency in Harris County. And uh, I started it because I myself am a survivor. Mm. Nice. Um, A lot of women go through that, you know. Um, A lot of them are afraid to leave because they... you know, it, it, it's the whole stock Stockholm syndrome. Um, if you don't mind, um, could you share just a little bit or as much as you uh, would like to, to maybe uh, inspire some woman that is listening now that may be going through the same thing? Yes, absolutely. Um, I just want everyone to know that it is a real serious issue. As a matter of fact, the African-American woman is being killed at a rate three times higher than any other ethnicity. And every seven seconds, someone is being abused. And a lot of times we miss the signs um, because for me, I kept looking at the poster boards with people with black eyes and busted nose, and that wasn't happening to me. But I also want people to know that the abuse is intentional. The reason that wasn't happening to me was because I was a model at the time. And so he intentionally knew not to hit me in my face, but he also still uh, dragged me, pushed me down. Uh, I don't have any biological children because during my pregnancy, he stomped me in my stomach, all types of things. But sometimes it just start with being very jealous, very possessive, wanting to know uh, where you've been and accusing you of cheating. Uh, the ladies that I counsel, I help them to understand that there are so many other warning signs if they even uh, may not ever be being hit. Uh, so the quick involvement, you know, the love bombing, rushing you, you know, lots of gifts in the beginning, lots of texts, lots of calls, lots of great sex, that, you know, let them tell it. <laughs> but, you know, uh, all of that is just intentional so that by the time you see uh, Dr. Jekyll and he's changed from Mr. Hyde, you, you're just stumped. You're like, wait a minute, where's that person that was so kind to me? And by that time, you're now isolated. He's uh, talked about your friends and stopped you from seeing your friends. Your friends were stupid. They may be cheating. They're slutty. All of these things uh, stopped you from hanging around your family, started to blame you for everything. And so, and you by then seen these aggressive behaviors. And so many women are fearful and rightly so. 
Mm. Have we, um, listening to your story and the behaviors of this particular man, um, got me to thinking, have we delve, delve, dived deeper into the psyche of the abuser? What is it in his life that happened to him that is causing him to treat his women in this way? Well, abuse is a learned behavior. And women always ask me uh, when they come through Fresh Street a lot of times or, you know, just on the street talking to me anywhere, they'll ask me, well, can they change? Everybody can change, right? But the thing that people don't understand is when they learn the behavior of being physically or emotionally, financially, sexually uh, abusive, because it can be all of those, mm-hmm. verbally abusive, they also learn the behavior that it's okay. They have the narcissistic attitude that they're fine, that everybody else is the problem. And so it's hard for them to change because you can't fix anything if someone don't admit that it's broken. Mm. Big facts. And that's that's what you call narcissism. That's exactly what it is. Mm. You know, um, with this month being uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, uh, on yesterday, which and and just to give the audience some uh, some context, uh, we were trying to get Dr. Conte and uh, Sabrina Greenleaf on um, at the same time, but there was some scheduling issues and um, things, you know, didn't seem to pan out how we would have liked. But on yesterday, uh, the sixteenth, you um, had the Spirit Excellence award uh which was formerly known as the uh legacy awards and um sabrina greenlee who was the mother of uh, former houston texans wide receiver deandre hopkins was your uh, keynote speaker her story is just absolutely amazing and how she continues to thrive and be an advocate for um for women um can you talk about the uh, the program, where you got uh, the inspiration to call it a spirit of excellence um, and um, how you were feeling? Well, uh, we had a great time yesterday. It was amazing. Uh, every year we have our annual fundraiser during the Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And so the iconic woman spirit of excellence tea was uh, birthed because you know, so many women are doing some wonderful things in the community, and I wanted to spotlight them. And so yesterday we spotlighted first ladies as well as female pastors and leaders because we want the other women to follow uh, in their footsteps. We want them to see that you can survive. We want them to see that Sabrina Greenlee, even though she's blind, she survived uh, domestic violence, and I su- survived domestic violence. But so many people don't. And so the fundraiser was to bring around uh, positive women uh, so that others can join us and see the, the encouragement and the support and the camaraderie. Uh, because as I said, it's our sisters that are being killed at a higher rate. And so we just wanted to pull a lot of people together uh, and say, look, you got this, we can help you. Uh, Fresh Spirit offers counseling, we offer safety planning, we help with housing if you're being abused. 
support groups, court advocacy, because so many people need uh, protective orders, child custody battles, crime victims compensation for those who do not survive. And, and crime victim con- compensation can either relocate you or, in many cases, pay for your burial expenses. But Fresh Spirit is strictly on donations and grants whenever we can get them. So it's a fundraiser because no one pays for any of the services when they come through the doors. Mm, that is amazing. And, I, and I'm and i sure that um, you need as many donations as you can because as you were speaking, I couldn't help but to think of all of the women and probably some men um, who during this pandemic with us being, you know, locked down and in the house, not going a lot of places, what they endured having to stay indoors with an abuser. How has, right, right. Yeah. So, so, so how has your organization um, been dealing with that? And, and, and did you see an increase in numbers uh, since the pandemic? Well, we saw an increase about 200%, if you can imagine. Mm. I've had to hire more staff uh, because we have professional staff. They're not volunteers. We have licensed professional staff, and we were busting out of the scenes. We were fortunate to be able to continue all of our services uh, via virtual. But you're right, stay home, stay safe was not stay safe for so many women who have been living with uh, abusive narcissistic partners. And so, yes, it truly grew. And and you're right, we, we're always looking for volunteers. We're always looking for donations because it really takes uh, for our organization to run smoothly an overhead of close to a million dollars a year. Mm. And people just don't understand all that goes into trying to make sure someone leaves safely get into a hotel or somewhere that they can stay or perhaps a shelter or get uh, their own place, get back on their feet, sometimes helping with figuring out how to get transportation and all types of stuff. So it takes a lot. And many people want you know, wonder why do they go back? Well, they don't have the support. So we try to give them every reason not to go back because, as I said, the abuser has isolated them, turned family and friends away from them, and so many times they don't have anybody to help them to escape. Mm. Um, and Fresh Spirit, you all, um, I'm sure you all have a, an incredible plan to help these women uh, to devise some sort of um, escape plan, escape route, if you will. Right. And it, and, it, and it varies for every client. You know, everybody has different situations. I mean, there was one time we had to literally we had an hour we had an hour and a half to get this lady moved. We hired the movers uh and because the husband was actually at church, if you can believe it or not uh at church setting up for uh, church services to be shown on uh, running the cameras on virtual and we knew for that one hour and a half he would be there, but we had to get her out of there. I mean, totally, completely moved out of an apartment. Could, didn't have to. When he left, it looked, didn't look at all like any plans. So those are the things that we have to do, uh, depending on the the individual. Hmm. Man, this you know situations like this just they really do break my heart. I mean, I'm no 
stranger to domestic violence um, and abuse. You know, growing up, my mother and her uh, ex-husband, um, they used to go at it. He had a drinking problem, and he was and he was a was vertically challenged. So um, he had that short man's complex. So with the short man's complex on top of uh, the alcohol. Mm-hmm. they would fight. But my mother, you know, wasn't no punk. I mean, she wasn't backing down. I mean, she, you know, <laughs> stood up to them. But for me and my siblings, my two brothers and my sisters, um, it was it was terrifying for us. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. one particular night, you know, just hearing them and just being so petrified and... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, watching them and, and my mother, I'm not going to even lie. Like my mother, my mother beat him up. (laughs) My mother beat him up pretty bad. And then, um, as some years went on and, you know, wasn't as bad. And then he started drinking again, heavy. And then my brother up under me, um, second born, you know, he began to just sprout up as a, you know, teenager. And he was way bigger than my mom's ex-husband and mm-hmm. there was a time where some he put his hands on uh, our mother and my brother, you know, went <laughs> to go fight him. And then that's when, you know, mm-hmm. my mom was like, all right, this is done. Like, you know, yeah. you, you, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, because I'm not going to go to jail. Of, my kids ain't going to go to jail. Yeah, so you got that's to, what I was going to say. A lot of people in jail, a lot of young guys are in jail for trying to, uh, you know, protect their moms. Yeah. And, you know, it affects the kids so very badly. And I often tell clients that come through Fresh Spirit and anybody when I'm doing my, uh, you know, shows that, listen, you can have co-parenting and give them a still a healthy lifestyle and upbringing. But the damage that is being done when they are staying in marriages, thinking that they're staying in the relationships for the kids is horrific. The damage is horrific. So you're really not helping the children. In many cases, you're hurting the children, and that's what they learn is normal or okay. But I have to say, by the grace of God, thank you, that we, myself, my other two brothers, we did not turn out that way. You know, um, we are very protective of our women, um, especially, you know, our kids. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when we had this conversation as adults, you know, my brother was like, you know, looking at Daryl like— Daryl taught us what not to do, who not to be. Right. And 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 that's right. how that's how we took it. Like we looked at him and how in his behavior and we looked at that as what not to be. And so, you know, I just thank God that none of us um turned out being a product of our environment with seeing some of that growing up. Um oof, Thank right. you. Thank you, Lord, for that. Mm-hmm. Because it really can't that affect you. I mean, I'm just having a moment right now just thinking about it like, wow, I'm just <laughs> really grateful, really grateful for that. Um, <laughs> you gave up an illustrious career with you yeah. know, owning a, a nail salon, being a, a professional model, an actress, all of that for your organization. What, what, why? You know, and I, I had that question asked, especially by my family, like, what are you doing? <laughs> but I just, it was something that I had to do. Um, it's now my purpose and my calling. And 
I just, I didn't know that it was going to grow to where it is now, but I just knew that if I could get into something like that, who else can? And I had support. I had family and friends. What about the women who don't? So, you know, I just was like, it was just compelling for me to have to spread the word, uh, help women see their worth and help women see that this is not healthy and that they don't have to live in a lifestyle that is abusive and unsafe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And um, let's talk about your books. Um, you've got five books. Yes, yes, I do. And the last one was uh, became an international bestseller, uh, 12 Months to a Better You. Uh, but then my first book, Deliverance to a Fresh Spirit, is the book that I wrote to help women get out of domestic violence relationships or, or toxic relationships. Mm-hmm. Nice. I love that. What What is next for uh, Dr. Conte and Fresh Start? <laughs> fresh Spirit. Well, fresh, you fresh know, spirit, I, excuse I, me. I actually loved watching you on TV. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, you watched Ready to Love. <laughs> I do. And and I've, talk, I've talked to Tommy. We're, we're friends. I've talked to Tommy many times. So actually, the next thing is probably going on someone's show and, and talking to the masses, uh, you know, about how we can have toxic relationships and healthy relationships. But most people are choosing toxic and you, you don't have to. So I want to help those to find out what are they doing uh, that's attracting that toxicity? Because a lot of times we are not... Um, we're not aware of the things that we're doing, uh, the shame, the blame, the unhealed hurt that a narcissist or an abuser, be it a female or a male, are are, are looking for. It's kind of like you, you. It's almost mm-hmm. like a, they have a little radar for for you. So I I would love to continue to do what I do, but on a larger scale. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and you will. <laughs> And you will. I think a lot of that, why uh, women and men uh, are attracted to toxic and keep attracting toxic Mm -hmm. is because unbeknownst to them, that is what they keep speaking into their lives. Once Mm -hmm. people realize that your thoughts and especially your words will Mm -hmm. create your reality. If you continue to think and say, oh, Men ain't nothing, you know, these no good Mm -hmm. ends Mm -hmm. out here. Guess what you're going to attract, young lady? No good ends. But if you change your mindset like, oh, my king is out there. He is going to be this. He is going to provide me with love and respect and be my partner and all of that. Then that is what you attract. But, you know, the ways of this world has us so boggled down on the negative, on the Mm -hmm. toxicity, on not looking inside of self and finding Mm -hmm. the answers and turning to someone else or some other source uh, instead of the main source, which is God. um, Right. uh, You know, they they keep diverting them from that to looking elsewhere instead of looking within. And so um, I truly believe that what you speak in Mm -hmm. and over your life Mm-hmm. really does manifest into your life. You have just got to change your thought process and how you speak into yourself. People, I mean, right. 
if people could only understand like the power of words. I mean, you can literally mm-hmm. either cast a spell or a curse. So change the way that you think. And watch what You're you say. Right. Watch your tongue. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't mean you to go off in a tangent. Right. No, no, you, you preach. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so very true. So very true. <laughs> Absolutely. Dr. Conte, Fresh Spirit Wellness, thank you so much uh, for coming on. Congratulations with the success of uh, the Spirit of Excellence uh, Awards. And um, where can people go to uh, help donate to Fresh Spirit Wellness? Yes, www.freshspirit.org, www.freshspirit.org. And if you are in a situation and you've been hearing me talk and it sounds like something that you've been dealing with, uh, please call our office at 713-300-2473. Dr. Contain, the founder of Fresh Spirit Wellness, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Have a blessed day. Thank you, you too. And for those listening, we'll be right back after this. From your local Houston BMW Center studios, welcome back to the Public Affairs Podcast, addressing local issues that affect our nation and shape our world. I am your host, KG Smooth. I've got right here to my left, Uncle Fun Gilarejo. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you, I'm man? doing well, man. Thank you. Man, well, you know, as we continue to uh, educate and just bring more awareness mm-hmm. to October, which is a very busy month, Breast Cancer Awareness Month yep. and Domestic Violence uh, Awareness Month. And I just celebrated my 68th birthday And yesterday. you just celebrated, well, happy yesterday. birthday. Thank you, sir. 68. Never Ta-da. looked so good. What Thank you, you, sir. Are you sure 68? Oh, 14, 68, <laughs> 6 plus 8, all that, man. It's yeah. a blessing, man. Thank you. How do you sir. feel? I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be alive and enjoying this great opportunity to share one of the most iconic women in America with the yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she, she was featured on the NFL Network mm-hmm. um, with her story. Her son uh, plays for the Arizona Cardinals as a wide receiver who played here in Houston. Uh, for the Houston Texans for many years yes, sir. as the top receiver uh, in the league. And she has a nonprofit called Smooth. It's S-M-O-O-O-T-H. She is the mother of DeAndre Hopkins, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely Sabrina Greenlee. How are you, my love? Long time. I know. I'm doing amazing. It's so good to hear your voice and be back. I know it, right? Yes, you are doing amazing. I keep up with you on Instagram, them flop photos you be taking. I'm like, look, so when, this woman is, is transitioning that, to a model like, on us. So when people say that, I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're looking great. How are you feeling? I feel amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm dancing. I'm singing. I am just full of life. I'm I'm telling you, I feel good these days. I feel great. I love to hear it because, you know, with your incredible story, things like that don't happen overnight. There's a lot of healing, a lot of um, a lot of trauma that you have to face head on internally as well as externally. And so to hear because I can hear the joy in your voice <laughs> to 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 be at this place. I'm, I'm sure it is just um exhilarating Hmm. a lot of work a lot of inner 
self-love work, uh, a lot of putting in, just reflecting, looking at yourself, talking to yourself. I'm one of those. I'm like, I'm talking to myself even when I'm around people Mm -hmm. because I'm always checking myself, you know, just making sure that I'm always evolving. But you're, you're talking to someone that was in her room for three and a half years. I never came out other than to go to the doctor. So depressed, uh, full of anxiety. And I also uh, contemplated suicide a couple of times. I knew exactly how I wanted to end my life. Mm. And so to go from that to just crawling literally every day fighting to uh, regain my sense of, uh, I would say, normalcy. And uh, I mean, it was just one day at a time. Didn't see myself as a survivor. Never thought I'd be a victim. But, mm. you know, here we are today, just just literally a woman that looked at herself and looked at what happened and decided that I would not allow what they did to me to define me. Sabrina, it's Larry. Um, as well as we are aware of your story, we, we pick up new uh-huh. listeners every week on the podcast who may not be aware of how deep your situation was and how far you come. If you don't mind, in just a couple of minutes, would you share your story with us, please? Oh, absolutely, Lara. I I would love to. So in 2002, I was attacked by a female. Unbeknownst to me, uh, we shared the same boyfriend, and uh, she attacked me with a mixture of liquid red devil I mixed with Clorox. And she splashed this on me. Um, I totally went blind. Um, 17% of my body was burned. Um, Instantly, my skin came off of my body. I was pretty much left there to die. Uh, Thank God uh, some people, you know, around was able to, you know, take care of me. And I was uh, helicopter flown to Augusta Burns Center, where I later went in a coma for a month. I came home to my four children, totally blind, uh, disgusted, um, very, very angry and very mad, not knowing, you know, how I would get up. And because my, I was a sole provider for my four children. Mm. I had just purchased my home. I had three cars Mm. in the yard. I was, I had, I was devastated. And, um, yeah. And then, uh, so she received 20 years in jail. Uh, the other, uh, the other person uh, involved, he eventually received, um, I would say, 180 days in jail because he later tried to come back. And um, I would I would say finish the job. Mm. Sabrina, I don't want to interrupt right now, but I do find it extremely fascinating, not only your physical comeback, but your mental from a relationship that you didn't even know you were sharing with another female mm-hmm. that that yeah. within itself uh, would have ended a lot of people's life. But you, my lady, you, the shining yeah. star, you, the example, God bless you, ma'am. God bless you for oh, getting back up. Oh, thank you. God bless just like you. So, just, just like so many women, Larry, that, you know, you just think you're dating. You think that this can't happen to you. And I want to let everyone know that it can happen to you. There were so many red flags that I overlooked. I was naive. I just thought, you know, I I knew everything and I was untouchable. And my life, you know, came to an end. Um, 
just over someone else's um, decisions or, or what they thought of me or what they figured they could do. So, um, yeah, I mean, domestic violence is, I mean, it's an epidemic that is killing people. I was fortunate enough to survive, um, but, you know, just hearing these stories out here, uh, it saddens me that it's it's still continuing on. Uh, but just trying to let people know that, you know, look at my story, look at my life. And, you know, you don't want to end end like me. If you're in a domestic violence relationship, like, please get out. <laughs> Man, I, it, it always leaves me. I mean, yeah. uh, it always leaves me speechless. But it's it's as you just mentioned, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we we the red flag part. This is why I, everywhere I go, I encourage. I said, "Look, do a background check. Do a background mm-hmm. check, and there's no harm in that." My wife did one on me. I said, "Good. What'd you find? Oh, you got you got good credit." I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, "Okay." And, and no felonies, <laughs> you know. So, well, my thing is, if 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 you don't have anything to hide, you have nothing to worry about. So, do your check, but find out about these people that you're dating. Ask those questions. Find out, look at them when they're mad. Have you ever been around mm-hmm. people? There's so many things that you can do that you don't think about in the moment, but now we're learning. Mm-hmm. Once that door closes, this person flipped. Who is Who, who are you? you? Mm-hmm. And that's male and female. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and look at how they treat their mother and their yes, sister. Yes, that tells a lot. Yes, yeah. It does. Yeah. So I, I tell, I ask, I said, don't, don't rush into it. Take your time. Talk till six, seven, eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Notice when they how they brush their teeth, or if they use soap and water the night before, or the day yes, before, come on. or or two weeks after. When do the what's your relationship with soap and water? Mm-hmm. Do you or bathe that night, they, or, or do just you bathe how they in the react to simple things in life, just exactly. everyday things that may happen, like just how they yeah. react to that to kind of get a push, a, a push that button and find out. Oh well, wait a minute, yeah. I don't know you. You cute and everything, but I, I I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, but how they react to situations around them. You can even tell this by being on yes. the phone when someone angers them. How do they react mm-hmm. to anger? Mm-hmm. You know, when there's a situation, but, you know, and not even that. I'm definitely not a materialistic uh, woman, never have been. How I like nice things, let's be clear. Right. But I, I mean, this man, he had no car. He was living with his mom. And when I met him, you know, he had on a a chain and, you know, there was the chain wasn't real. So there was green, a green ring around a beige sweater. (laughs) Now, that was the first sign. I'm just saying. Mama, you should have ran. This is me thinking. This is me thinking. (laughs) Uh I can change him. Uh -uh, I can make him better. Mama, you should (laughs) have ran. Put them nikes on and got out of there. You know, and, and you know, I was, I'm a fixer. I'm a, I was a fixer, mm. you know, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I can, I can, you know, I can get him, you know, no, no, it's not my place to buy him a real chain. It's not my place yeah. to um, pick him up from his mother's house. That's, yeah. You just, you, and also ladies, like you, if you're listening, you have to know your worth. I mean, when it starts, when it starts so early, like if you have children, tell them, I don't. I validate my children every day. I don't need somebody else to do that. Mm-hmm. They don't need it. Like I, I do that. That's my job. Mm-hmm. And I did. I didn't have that, you know. And so 
I think it, it starts, women, we need to know that you are so much worthy of so much more. And if this man doesn't have these things and he's not giving you, we are queens out here in these streets. Come on. I, I, I exemplify that every, every day I wake up. I'm like, I am a queen. Now let me do queen things. Let me see what I could do today. You know, yes. and it's like, that's, that's my mentality. Why? Because I know now that I'm worthy, but it took all of this for me to finally realize who I am. And that's, that's when you don't, when you don't know who you are, then people like that. And, you know, in this world that we're in today can easily, easily throw you off yep. of who you really supposed to be. Yep. Well said. And you've done an amazing job well of finding said. yourself, so much so that you started your nonprofit organization, Smooth. That's Smooth with three O's, S-M-O-O-O-T-H. Um, tell us about Smooth. I remember, I think it might have been 2016, where myself and the yeah. radio stations, uh, 97.9 The Box, Magic 102, you know, I was out there when you were pampering the ladies. These were victims. These were, um, she had a group of women okay. uh, who she had selected, and um, we were at a salon. And I remember that event. Pampered. Yes, and yeah. Our, yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. that. It was on a Saturday. And right. so um, me being there for the uh, kind of the initiation of it and to see it here. But real quick, you know, tell the people about SMOOTH. It's an acronym. Mm. Mm-hmm. It is an acronym. SMOOTH stands for Speaking Mentally, Outwardly Opening Opportunities Towards Healing. And we advocate against domestic violence. So what we do is we uh, take women from, you know, that are coming out of shelters, agencies, organizations, and we provide them with adequate housing. We give them household essentials. We provide them with financial literacy. Um, We purchase cars, furniture, paid up rent for six months. We want every woman to understand that if you get the courage to get to get out, we want to provide you with the essentials to stay out. So that is what smooth is about. But of course, I, you know, I'm nosy and I have to know what's going on. So I do, I do mentoring. I do personal counseling. Like, oh, you know, I'm in the trenches. I'm forever working because, you know, I look I look at the news and every time, you know, I turn on the news, it's always something about D V going on and my job is never done. So I need to, you know, just get more active more and more. And so I'm very active. Um I have a chapter here in um in South Carolina. I have another one in Houston. Um and we we not only do events, we have a we have programs, uh we have uh, uh I would say uh Smooth Santa you know, where we provide uh, toys and things for the children. Not only that, we give the mother a gift. So many things that we're doing. But the main thing is just really getting on the line and counseling this, counseling these women, hearing my voice, a strong voice, a strong will voice to know that I went through all of that. And here I am. Like, you know, listen to me. I knew, you know, I thought I knew everything, but I, I have wisdom now. And um, I'm standing standing in the gap for all these women. I'm being a voice to the voiceless, but I, but more so, like I'm really, really wanting them to know that, look at me. I walk around totally blind every day, but somehow I found joy in my heart. And I feel like if you take my life, for example, you can too. Hmm. Sabrina, I'm, I'm curious about the, 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 the setup, the give back. And I, I, mm-hmm. I appreciate how you have helped these ladies on a start. 
my question is, do they prove themselves worthy of your gift and are they self-starters or are they just looking for That's a, a handout? And once they mm. got that handout, they just fall by the wayside. So, no, what we, we also do is because primarily we have you have a lot of shelters that the the days that they stay in is anywhere from 30 to 60 days. That's pretty much the standard. And so we have these women. Well, now that these women have been in counseling and classes for anywhere from 30 to 60 days, uh, they've proven that they want to get out. And so I feel like the majority of women that we help, um, they really, really want to, you know, make a life for themselves and their children. And we, once we, you know, once they get out, we offer them uh, counseling and mentorship for a year after that, just to check on them, make sure they're straight. I don't believe in taking someone to the top of the cliff and leaving them there for right. them to drop off. So mm. I, uh, you know, personally, I get on the phone, I make sure these women have everything they need. And, you know, sometimes we have to uh, kind of reinvent the program because, you know, everybody's case is different. To make sure that you know everybody's straight, um, even if it's dropping off a backpack, you know, a little boy. Hey, you know, I don't have a backpack. I had one last year. Um, okay, let's get him a backpack. You know, little things like that. We want to just make sure that these these they've been through enough. Um, it's, it's the little things that count. So yeah, I'm we, just the curious. program usually lasts a year. Yeah, the because the the gratitude. I'm KG and I are big on gratitude and and anyone who's been through a thing as both of us have understand and appreciate a gift that's given, a gift that's sown and 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 we re-sow every time someone gifts into us. And I want the listening audience to know that you 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 you're walking with these beautiful beings through an area and they they're self-starters. They just needed they just needed yeah. somebody to put that hand out. I'm, I'm hanging over the side. Would you? Could you just extend your hand and pull me back up? I can finish walking. I just slipped. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm happy to hear that 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 you 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 are walking with these mm-hmm. beautiful queens through whatever it is that they've come through. Oh, absolutely. And I, I applaud you for that. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Sabrina, you're staying busy. Um, I know that uh, yesterday you were a part of uh, Fresh Spirit Wellness's uh, Spirit Excellence Awards. You were the keynote speaker um, for that. And what we're really here to talk about uh, while we have the rest of our time is a 100 Shades of Purple, which is going to be uh, this Friday, the 22nd, uh, a virtual event that'll be uh, from 7 to 9 Eastern, so that's 6 to 8 um, Houston time. Um, tell us about 100 Shades of Purple Survivors Night. And, and and I see you got some you got some great folks on there, some people I know that's on yes. there. Tell us about that. Yes. So I this is my first virtual, of course. We, we've been doing events, and we've mastered that and made sure everything was good. But literally, this is my first virtual, so I'm super excited about it. 100 Shades of Purple Survivors Night, and you can go purchase t- purchase your tickets on smoothink.org. There's a link there that will get you straight to Eventbrite, um, and the first 150 people to purchase a ticket will receive a Survivors Night box, and in that box is all these activities that we're going to be doing, so we're going to be doing a scavenger hunt, um, and everything is surrounded by, you know, dom- domestic violence awareness. 
Um, we have a guest speaker, by the way. Uh, she comes from uh, Chicago. She's also an acid attack survivor. Mm. We have uh, a DV advocate that is on, on the criminal side of the field from Anderson County here in South Carolina that will be educating educating us on the red flags um, and the things that you'll need to get out if you want to plan an exit. So many good things. I'm excited about this event. I'm telling you, it's going to be, you know, uh, a roller coaster. You may laugh. You may cry. Uh, we'll have a, a segment where we'll dedicate to all the survivors, the lost survivors that, you know, didn't make it to be mm. with us today. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's a lot of things. And I'm super excited about it. I hope that people walk away just feeling empowered and educated and, um, knowing that, you know, sharing that, just sharing the platform that, you know, you two can take your power back. I'm super excited about it. And I, I want everybody to join and be on so we can just, you know, celebrate, celebrate life, but also celebrate survivors in this month. It's October. This is the month to celebrate all the people that made it through. Absolutely. But also we want to educate those that are still in it. Absolutely. And you can be a part of this amazing program on Saturday I mean, on Friday, excuse me, on Friday, October 22nd, just go to smoothinc.org. That's smooth with three O's, inc.org, and get your tickets for 100 Shades of Purple Survivor's Night Out. Um, those ladies that you had mentioned, I see that that was uh, Carla Butler, and then you've got Officer uh, Melissa Edelman and um, a personal friend of Larry and Ours. I. Yep. Uh, Jillian Simmons, uh, JJ of the IME Foundation. So this is going to be uh, amazing, and you yes. are amazing. And I, oh, uh, I'm a little disappointed that I didn't get to see you when you was in the H, you know, due to some scheduling things. But I know that we are going to uh, see each other soon. Um, so no, we just, thank will, you for your time. I'll be back. KJ's my guy. I gotta come see him. I gotta come see you guys. Yeah, yeah, and and I can't wait. I cannot wait because. Um, You've always moved with pure intention. And we can see that. We can see that. We feel that. And that's what I know about you. So thank you. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you for the work uh, that you do. Any last words? Um, no, just go join the virtual. And uh, I know that, you know, you're trying to, I just know for a fact that people are trying to find something to do in October to give back. So what better way to do that than to join my virtual fundraiser October 22nd from 7 to 9. Go to smoothinc.org and purchase your tickets today. Indeed. Sabrina Greenlee, the mother of our foreman, former uh, uh, wide receiver of the Houston Texans, DeAndre Hopkins. Thank you so much and uh, we'll see you virtually Friday night. Yes. Thank you guys for having me. Indeed. On behalf of KG Smooth, I'm Uncle Fun, Hillary Jones. Thank you for being a part of the podcast, and we'll talk to you next week.